This is Saved and Sassy. Her name is Sassy. Sassy. And, and welcome, welcome to the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, hey. Welcome to season two. Ciao, honey bunny. Chani. My sister has been away. Many things have happened. Many, many, many things have happened. But as you can hear in the background, I have my ladies with me. Say hi, y'all. Hey. And we are on a road trip. Ciao. It's a road trip. Party. They wasn't that hyped. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, shade on my own podcast. Okay. We are on our way to Dr. Tanya Williams Prayer Summit. We go every year. It's the well, I mean, we go to church together, so I was about to lie and say it's the one spiritual experience we always do together. But uh no, we do all spiritual experiences together. But we are heading on our way to New York and we just wanted to touch base with y'all because it's season two and we have many, many, many expectations and also because it's third quarter. So that means that we've had like a couple of months to get our lives together, but it's third quarter, honey. If you messed up in the first two, there's always a turnaround. And let God be gracious, he'll give you an overtime. Praise Jesus. Catch it. Okay. So ladies, what do y'all want to talk about today? Can y'all hear her? Hold on. Let's shout it up. Yeah. Okay, say it again. We're going to talk about expectations of the summit. Expectations of the summit. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right, thanks. Before we dive into expectations, I think you're expecting us to be introduced. So, of course, you know I'm Cassie Malassi. Then we have Imani Zavala. Hey. We have Christina. Hey. We have E. That's Imani again. Okay. <laughs> I guess we got two Imani's in the car. <laughs> we have Princess. Hey. And we have Sharice. Hey. Yes, God. These ladies. Okay. So, we talk about expectations, right? So, in general, we usually have expectations in the beginning of the year or um, the beginning of the week sometimes, you know, because sometimes it goes from a, you know, a week by week basis to like an hour by hour basis. Like, I'm going to get about this bed and clean this room at 4 o'clock and at 4.15 hit, you like maybe 4.30. You know, it depends on where you are in the seasons of your life. However, we typically start the year off with expectations and we um, plan to either exceed them. Well, actually, no, we just plan to exceed them. We don't ever really plan for us to backtrack from them. But we do the same thing sometimes with God. But what we learned the other day in our um, Bible study is that it's not necessarily um, what God is giving us, but more so what we're giving to God so that he can release what he needs to give us so a lot of us personally um a lot of us as in the girls on the um mic tonight um have been putting themselves before god recently or for this year and just really saying god what do you want from me what do you need from me things like that and they've been fasting and consecrating and really preparing for this summit so ladies tell me what are you expecting god to do I'm just expecting just some confirmations and also just new mantles and just activation. New mantles and activation. She preparing for warfare. <laughs> Don't call me, sis. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about you, Therese? Um, I guess I can. I kind of agree with what she says. Impartations, confirmations, um, kind of like everything above, all the above. To be honest. Okay. So Christina and Sharice gonna be in the war room together. <laughs> Okay, I just want I, I, I just want you to hear it. Sharice <laughs> and Christina are in the war room. You need some help in the spirit? Call them. T H E M. Okay, Princess, what about you? Kind of just want to you know stir this fire back up. Got a little dormant. <clears throat> I ain't gonna shame. I ain't gonna be shamed, but I got a little dormant, got a little lit, lax of daisy. Ain't no shame so, on the body. I need to get it. I gotta get this third back up. It's too much stuff going on. I gotta be on point and stuff. There it is. I hear that. Ain't no judgment on the party, y'all. Y'all know I'm a hot ass. Okay. <laughs> so put this set. Oh, excuse me. That fire been going dim. She trying to be shine bright like a diamond. Stir a fire. Oh, what's it? Is it stir a fire? Start a fire. Start a fire. Y'all not gonna judge me. Not on my podcast. Y'all better click off, okay? If I say start a fire, we're gonna say start a fire in my phone. She said I had the fire. He's spraying water on me. This is this is 
That's Princess blowing the things, and this is me <laughs> throwing water. <laughs> Wait! Wait! <laughs> quenching the spirit, just quenching them. What about you, Imani? You know, I'm just expecting to hear from God whatever He has for me. I'm not really sure what He has, but whatever He has, I'm just expecting to be able to receive it and not come back the same. Amen. Amen. That's right. I know that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get Brian. Brian, they got a sound for shout music. I need some shout music on my podcast. You better. Oh. Oh, they churchy. Oh, they churchy. Oh. I want to know who's picking them up and putting them down. Imani is with this break pedal. They say for real, say we say for real. <laughs> All these expectations. What about you, Kat? I'm expecting to get rest. Listen, what you expecting, Cass? I'm expecting to get rest. My God, ish. Mm. 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 Oh, I felt it. Y'all gotta sometimes you gotta lean in Jesus and in, in, in his rest. Okay. But, hey, come on, you who are heavy laden. That's what the word said. And I will give you rest. So I'm expecting to rest. But um I'm also expecting God to um affirm things. I think Many times I've been to the conference and I've been, you know, with my woes and God, I need you to fix this and fix that. But I think that I'm there to receive the validation from my father because God oftentimes approves us already. It's just us that fights with his approval. And I'm ready to um, step into that level of my promise to be like, okay, so what? I don't got it all together. I'm still saved. I'm still blessed. I'm still getting what God has for me and he will continue to refine me and reprove me as I go. But at the same time that I say that, I'm asking God for, you know, um, how you say, grace. So that I don't be telling people off when they refine me. Because we can't be asking for higher heights and higher depths, but you can't take the same tone that you're talking to folks into you. You know, because I, you know, I don't mind. I love it. I love my friends. We love to laugh and stuff, but we can always be a little Tony with each other. We be like, hey, 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 now watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Who you talking to? <laughs> Peacock fellas be rising. Attack. <laughs> Attack. <laughs> but um, we can be quick with our tongue, but when somebody receives the same energy to us, we be like, who, who? Who? Ain't no Peter or Paul, okay? Ain't nobody looking for forgiveness. We looking for blood. Check me. That's what it be like sometimes. So, that's what I'm looking for. But see, at the same time, you, you have to be careful what you ask God for. Because then, in essence, what you're asking for is humility. Which means that he'll put you in some places where you got to be humble. No, God, I humble myself. Holy Spirit, increase in me. Okay, discernment, rise up. Conscious, come forth. Hey, Shando. But uh, don't, um, <clears throat> God, I don't need you to, I don't want you to humble me. I want to humble myself. So I'm bringing myself before, <laughs> I, so I'm bringing myself before you. No, 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 no. You can tell God you don't want him to humble you and that you'll humble yourself. God, show me, you know, press upon my heart when I'm wrong and let me have that, you know, drive my heart to be like, no, I'm wrong. The way I'm talking to you is wrong. My delivery is completely off. I'm sorry for what I, not what I said, but how I said it. Because I wouldn't want you to talk to me like that. Other than walk around puffed up with pride. And God be like, oh, you going to talk to your brother and sister like that. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't feel that? Your heart ain't getting but you powerful? Okay, let me show you. Okay, see, I just don't have that type of energy for Jesus no more. When you get old in Jesus, you don't try to play them games. You're like, I, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. You know, sis, I felt like I hurt your feelings, and I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I take that back. Come back, sister. Let me restore you. There's no rest. There's no rest. God is a sleep snatcher. He'll snatch your sleep. Snatch your sleep out your sleep. Snatch your sleep out your sleep. Right when you're about to hit that good rim. Wiggle. I feel like that sometimes. Just start Just jolt it up. Like, all right, Lord. And then you be like, oh, let me pray. No, no, no. You need to repent. 
your gate. <laughs> Come before me with your offering of repentance. <laughs> Not your petition for other folks. <laughs> God just be so upset. Just uh, since it's two o'clock in the morning, you'd have woke me three times. You're not gonna submit yet? <laughs> okay. Day by day. Right, we'll try to get mom. <laughs> oh, oh no. Six I, months I later. See, I see y'all. <laughs> okay. 432 again. Wow. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what the scripture says. Hello? <laughs> and that's what, but funny, that's really how religion is in the aspect of you, God will wake you up and you know that it's because something's wrong with you in the sense of like you know that you're in error, but you'll be looking up the numbers on, on the website talking about what are the angelic numbers mean? 432. It means get on your knees. It means repent. Okay? It means you need to go before him like, yes, God, I hear you. Didn't Samuel have to do that? Yes. Hello? I hear you, God. What's up? What you need? I need your repentance so I can speak to you. Okay? I'm just saying. You want to hear from me? You're going to repent. Hello? Because God knows I used to turn up and be like, yes, God. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Touch my past up. Touch my first lady. Touch my first lady. How about that heart that I'm stirring up? Exactly. Let me get that heart. Let me just <laughs> <laughs> look at fingers. <laughs> you want to get in the presence? You gotta have a heart of repentance. And honestly, that's the reason why David was one of God's most beloved because he had a heart of repentance and he never committed the same sin twice. David did a lot of things, but hand backtracking no sin. He learned his lesson. Child, okay. When he first slept, slept with, no, not when he first slept with Bathsheba, but when Bathsheba had that baby. And Sam had to go back up to him and be like, Oh, you just gonna ha <laughs> ha hmm. set that up like that. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. You wanna be like this. Well, let me tell you what God about to do. David was weeping. David had on him sackcloth. David was out there hollering and screaming. They couldn't even console him. But when he realized that God's ruling was done. He got up, washed his face, said, blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> and kept it pushing. And he never did it again. But you see, oh, okay. Okay. And Monty trying to kill us, Lord. We on a road trip potty. <laughs> we ain't edited. She ain't edited. We ain't edited. We ain't Those are our expectations for the summit. Yes. Praise Jesus. All right. Let's get into expectations for the year. So we talked about expectations of the summit. What they left out is they also expect to be on the floor laid out. They also expect to be purged out. They also expect to be weeping, makeup gone, wigs flit, braids falling out, running around winded, shouting till they can't shout no more, speaking in tongues till their voice is all raw and crazy, praising God like they know. They, 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 they forgot the good stuff, okay? Okay? The good deets. The good deets. We need the details, saints. They're going to be rolling around in sheets. And I'm be in the back like, look at my friends. <laughs> look at my friends. <laughs> weeping and hollering. Hollering and weeping. God is so faithful. But, excuse me. Girl, y'all, I am slucking down this good old slushy. Okay? Usually I go to a little cumbie. For a little drinky drink. I'm sorry, for a little drinky drink. But we went on to, is that F.L. Roberts? Or that's a no-go? It's a no-go. And they had some tropical flavors. Y'all, they had strawberry kiwi. They had um mango. They had blue and red because nobody ever knows those real flavors. We just know the colors. <laughs> but I mean, my God. So if y'all hear me slugging, that's me. I'm sorry. But we also want to talk about expectations for the rest of the year. Because, you know, our first quarter goals, we usually smash them. Or we didn't smash them. We just pushed them on the second quarter. Second quarter, same deal. And now that we're on our third quarter, which means that we are, excuse me, almost home. We've almost been through, golly, time goes by quick when you're an adult. My God, we about to be here in 2020. I'm about to be 57. My God, God is a keeper. And I made it through without a baby. Okay, I ain't going to judge y'all who got him, but I made it through without a baby daddy. Praise Jesus. Praise him. Y'all got, sometimes you got to be thankful for the little things. Okay, I saw this new job. 
working that nine to five. I said, God, I couldn't have no husband or no child right now. I'm not going home to cook. I'm going home to take a shower and get in the bed. Okay, six thirty, a sister be snoring. That's and that's that's sleep number one. Okay, because you get up for your little midnight snack around nine thirty, ten o'clock. Catch a couple of Netflixies. I'm closing my eyeballs again to get up for six thirty-seven. No, six o'clock because you got to. Whoo. Well, you up your worship. Okay. <laughs> That's six o'clock to praise Jesus. And then to be at work for eight, child. I'm just saying, I'm just thankful that he gave me what I needed and not what I wanted. Because I don't know if I'd be this excited to be traveling with folks. I'd be like, I'm not going. I got days off. I'm in the bed. <laughs> okay. My children is going to their grandparents. My husband is going to his friends. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> get off of my body. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Everybody I just see it. Everybody, right? You can go. You can go. Y'all can go. Phone on. Do not disturb. Don't look for me this Sunday. Okay. I don't want to talk to nobody. Nobody, mommy. Nobody. I want to see the back of my eyelids. No, Jesus. I don't want those deep dreams. Okay. <laughs> Turn my discernment off. Okay. The prophetic flows off. Nathaniel Cole, get off my line. Okay. Get not on my radio. Get not on my radio no more. I can't take it. But expectations for the year. So, well, first of all, Sharice, how has your year actually been going? Have you been exceeding your expectations? Um, do you have any more goals that you need to hit between now and December 25th? Because I guess New Year's is what, the first? So 25th is Christmas, and you know, usually things just go by quick, so you don't really do nothing between them days. Anyways, ain't nothing to work on after Christmas. Jesus was here, okay? He was born. Well, this is where we're going to celebrate him. So, what about you, Sharice? I want to stay on fire, to be honest. I want to stay on fire. I want to keep focused, keep doing what he's called me to do, and actually become a better person in all areas of my life. So become a better friend, daughter, mother, anything. Um, and really be bold and more courageous. Because I'd be the one to sit in the back. I don't want to do nothing. So... But that's not what he's called me to do. And I want to elevate. So. Have you smashed your first and second quarter goals? I have. Well, first. I'm about to say, don't be vague, okay? My, <laughs> my sassinets, we get details, we get stories, okay? The first quarter I did, I finished first semester of school for the year. Hey, praise God! Okay! And then second quarter I was just like oh, okay well mm, there's a lot going on it's just I was coming back from being sick I almost gave up on everything but prayers of the righteous Help God me will <laughs> do what he said he would do he's not a, oh okay I thought I was gonna go in harmony but okay <laughs> go ahead. but yeah I did okay money go ahead go ahead it sis hit it <laughs> have you learned this year that really took you off not took you off course because I feel like that's so like derailing but what have you learned this year that shocked you like we always expect warfare we always expect trials and tribulations because it's just a mindset that we kind of carry not only as church people kind of as a people like we know that we got to fight through some things but what is something that you was just like I really learned God as my provider or my healer and what brought you to that process that you know that in 2020, the enemy will not be able to fight you in this area because you're just like, ah, I know him as. You can hold it. Well, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, one thing I learned is time waits for no one. Um, so that time, that season where God has you to pray and to intercede, it is like vital for you to do so because you will reap what you sow in the next season. Okay. Um. <laughs> Also, one thing that um, that I learned is like, you know, God is still faithful. God is still loving. He's still kind, even in my times of being um, inconsistent. Mm. So God has shown. I 
one thing I had to learn was like I, I really operated in religion when it came to facts. Like well, I was like, oh, I didn't pray, I didn't fast, so God's not gonna bless me. God's not gonna hear mm. me. Come talk about that. So when I was still getting blessed, even though I felt like I wasn't praying enough, I wasn't seeking Him enough, I was just like, oh God, oh He is here, mm. and He He still hears me. Oh, that's omnipresent. Okay, omnipotent. These prayers from three years ago just coming to pass, and it's just like it just keeps coming and coming and coming, like to the point where I can't even keep up. And God is just like, take me out of this box. I am more than you think I am. I am still here. I'm always going to be here no matter what happens, no matter what you say, no matter what you think. So he kind of broke me out of that mindset, especially around the time when I was um, when I was down for a while. And then when it came time to get my job, things was just flowing. I got my car, I got the place, you know. And I just see in ways that he's making ways out of no way. So I'm looking for the big things, but I had to realize the small things that he was doing that was just kind of like, I wasn't like living my best. Well, I don't want to say living my best life, but I wasn't like flourishing like I had wanted to. Mm -hmm. But I was stable. I was good. You know, he was providing all the basic needs that I needed. Exactly. So, and that's what he really just showed me this year. So, kind of brought almost wanted to bring me to a week sometimes. But like, God, you're still here. You're so kind. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I suck, and you're still here. <laughs> you're still here. Like, that's just one of the things I learned about God this year. So that just brought me to a place where like now my worship is more pure not because I see other people doing it or not because I'm like um told to do it but it's just like no God has been great to me not because you have to feel like you have to tally up your right. goodness for God to do something for you. Oh, like he's just he's just amazing he's just awesome so that's another reason why I want to get my fire stirred back up because he deserves it you know what I mean like just for me to be so lackadaisy he's just like but I'm just doing so much I'm just like my grace is just showering you like you just Soaking in it, <laughs> like, and I just want to offer you every. You deserve it. Ciao. Sometimes you be thinking about them songs. You're like, you do, God. <laughs> you do. When you go through a season, I'm telling you, when you learn God is just beyond God. You know Him as Abba Father, like your daddy that sticks to you through thick and thin. The one thing that people get confused is like. Well, the boxes that religion puts Jesus in is that you have to earn God's love. You don't earn his love. It's freely given. You give God what you have and he makes it better. Yeah. Why? Because he's God. And my pastor, I preached on it. Well, not preach. Well, he'd be preaching and teaching at the same time. This is our Bible study, though. <laughs> and he was talking about how, um, you know, God is our king and how, <clears throat> excuse me, how um, in the olden days you had to give the king something, but you never left with less than what you gave like you always got more than what you gave so like in those deep times of trial or error or even in those times where you're doing everything right you just don't have it you're like god i just don't got the energy i just don't have the you know the stamina like what's going on and you still give god your best he's going to give you more than enough you don't have to earn his love you don't have to tally up and be like oh god i didn't pray at six o'clock in the morning hell's gonna fall over then all of a sudden you have a bad day and it's like the devil's working okay sis it's not that relax god is still with you he's still your provider he's still your protector he's still your battle axe okay that's you that's you making things oh hold on hyper spiritual and it's not it's not that serious okay he wars on our behalf he wars on our behalf so that was deep princess i felt that in my gully goop okay so um expectations expectations so what is something that you learned this year christina that will thus far to really to fight better in right because i mean again like i said trials and tribulations used to come through to us i like this year i've learned to pray more than i speak on things and i've also learned to walk in a new level of grace when it comes to people to just meet people where they are and just because like i've really really learned that not every peter is a judas judas had a bad heart peter had a bad moment so i was like okay you right god so when you especially when like you be in your feelings and people be doing stuff you'll be like oh you want to be nasty <laughs> you want to be trifling and then you just be spazzing out but then god will have you after you spazzed out god will have you turn around and still continue to be with that person i'm not gonna be bitter with people god assigned me to until he releases me and even then i'm not about to be bitter so you have to learn how to walk in a new grace so what is something that you learned this year to go through your trials and tribulations something i learned 
I think I've learned to pretty much just stay on my face. Okay, like, Raya. If, if I'm on my face, then I'm less in my head. And that's less room for the enemy to kind of try to come with different thoughts or different ideas or making me feel like I got to figure it out for myself when really I can just give it to God and just sit back and trust that he's going to work it out. I think that's definitely trust. Learning to just trust in God is just ultimately what I've learned thus far in this year because it's like you can continue to keep putting your hands in the pot but you'll just keep yourself on that same cycle where if you allow God to just do what he's gonna do and just put him to the test like I'm not gonna have a plan B I'm not gonna think of any other way to make something work out I'm gonna trust that you're gonna do this because you said you're gonna be my provider you're gonna take care of me you're gonna fulfill all my needs so I have no plan B just plan Jesus and that's it so I've learned that if it don't happen, it wasn't in his will. And that's it. And that's it. Boom, gag, gag. Murder, she wrote. Boom, gag, gag. It is so. So it is. So it is. So it is. Oh, y'all, y'all Matthew Stevenson fans, y'all know about that. But he got a little prayer going on. Him. So it is. It is so. It is so. It bless my soul. I listen to it every morning. Come on and tap into the heavens. Hey, glory. Miss Zavala. Okay, since you got an answer to your name on the party now, we ain't gonna do, you don't do the sassy like that. You talk to them. Yeah. Okay, so Imani, whoo, this was a good year. That's what, I mean, all the hell I've been through, I can still say it's a good year because I can see my personal growth. A lot of times you go through, well, I keep saying trials in here, but a lot, a lot of times life just challenges you and makes you grow up. Some things you want to be small in. Some things you want to be still be in your adolescence. And God is just requiring you to grow up in that area. Or you'll be a stunted Christian. Or a stunted woman of God. So what is one area that you know that God has definitely developed you in. That you were hesitant to grow in. But you knew was worth the cost. You got to hold it for a Chris. That's, that's, a, that's a heavy question. Oh, you got the anointing. Wow. So one thing that. Can you repeat it? Sorry. Something you felt like you grew in this year? Something, I, an area I felt like I've grown in this year. I was thinking about that, actually. Um, I guess I would say, well, I'm growing still, continually. Um, Self-control. Okay! Especially, I've been learning to just, like, shut up when I really want to, when I can, and when I have every right to say how I feel sometimes. I try to take my feelings, like, out of it, and I've been learning to just allow the Holy Spirit to just shut my mouth up whenever I'm not supposed to be talking um especially like in disagreements and stuff when I know I can say something that will hurt somebody's feelings and I want to know I have that power I just try to not do that and I'm, I'm still learning I'm not perfect in it but I, that's definitely an area that God has been challenging me in because I know myself and I know where he's taken me and that area can't go to the next level so it really do it really be burning me up sometimes especially in the beginning when I can say something but it doesn't but I know I've been learning that if it, I've been finding myself asking like asking myself that is God gonna get the glory you can tell edit it because that was real yeah. now for those of y'all who are you know just church but not saved or church and not really walking this life which is cool with me because you know <laughs> sassinets get love all over the world i don't care what you do um i just want to say this because i know sometimes things sound too good to be true because a lot of this might sound like religious rhetoric so my question to you ladies and anybody and everybody can answer this is what does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis 
guarding your mouth when the whole you said the holy spirit tells you not to say something because what i've learned is that sometimes people get your silent no sometimes the person who's getting ready to cut somebody out and they end up saying the holy spirit told me to be quiet you deal with the unsettling of i still need to communicate or convey a point but you have to be able to understand that some people just aren't mature enough to hear what you had to say but how do you balance that with still saying what you need to say so that there's communication? Does that make sense? Because you still need to convey. Like, if somebody's disrespecting you, you need to respectfully tell them, watch your mouth. I'm not the one. It won't come out that way. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? There's a way that you need to go about it. But how do you do that? Because I know, for me, I'll answer first, is um, some things after you swallowed it and you kept it pushing is not even worth it. Some things I think God just allows you to experience so that you can see where that person is so that you can deal with them where they are. And other times, honestly, I just don't be knowing. I just don't say anything at all. And I just hope that that person understands how far they took it. Because what I've learned about me is, is if I just choose not to speak to you at all and just be like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to do this no more. That person is usually like, okay, something's wrong. Something's up. So I let my signs do the talking because at some points... I'm not spiritually mature in all areas, okay? Sometimes I be wanting to fight and it'd be like, it's not that serious. And especially if you love somebody, you put in work with somebody, you know, you have that length and that longevity in that friendship. Some stuff you just don't need to buck up at. You just need to keep it and walking. But what about y'all? What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Not just at, you know, work, but at home with people you love and your intimate friendships. Those of you guys who are dating or looking to date, what does that look like to you to hold your tongue but not be in bitterness, not be in anger? Who what? Imani, Imani. Who got the license plate number? Okay. Um, well, what I learned is um, I'm not, I'm not laughing at Imani. You are, you are having fun, dang. Got an anvil for a toe. I'm not, I'm not losing it. So one thing I've learned is um, kind of like to second what, what you said is to meet people where they're at. And I feel like that's something that God is doing within me because I don't even recognize it sometimes. As in, um... Make sure they recognize me when my head go through this. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my body. <laughs> but yeah, meeting people where they're at. And I think it's um, it's so dope with, like, the training, I guess, as well as the jobs that I had prior to this one. It's given me so much patience. So, like, now that I'm learning stuff and I see how things started at early behavior, so it kind of really manifests now as they get older like people who struggle with certain things their ability to understand and comprehend things like you kind of just really have to meet people where they're at so before you react you have to take a minute like okay this is where they're at and if i meet them there then i like well not like like if they're mad but if you're you're angry hollering at me i'm not gonna holler back at you right like for instance my grandmother she has a tendency she has a tendency (laughs) to holler but I realize I've grown when I'm not yelling back at her, when I'm just talking to her. I'm allowing her to talk and get her words out. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is where she at. Like, this is not what I said. What I said was da 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 And if they're still at 10, you'd be like, you know what? You need a minute. I'll call you back later. Don't allow that person to, like, take you out of character. Next thing you know, you mad and all that stress is on you. And they just like, ooh. I'm all set. But, yeah, I just really learned to meet people where they're at, like you said. Okay. So, I don't know my thoughts gathered, but I'm just like, <laughs> So I feel like when you talk about like family members, I know for my sister, my sister is not saved. So she's used to me just coming at her just nasty and meeting her where she at. If she want to be petty, we going to be petty together. This Hello, petty daddies, what's up? But I feel like I'm taking more um, inventory to myself of like, how what is she going to think of like, this is the type of Jesus you serve that right. you're just, you're no different than me. Why would I want to serve your Jesus if this is what's going to be? So I'm trying to be more mindful in that area too of like, even though I want to say something, delivering it the right way of meeting them where they're at. But it it just goes down to, is God going to get glory out of it? And is it, I have to be an example for her who doesn't know Jesus and is not going to open her Bible, but I know the fruits of the spirit. So okay. I know that I can do that, you know, exemplify it in my own life that will help her see it in her own time. I could say for me personally... Um, it just all comes down to love at the end of the day. Like, and everything you do, like, if you love somebody or even if you just, uh, uh, what's the name, associate with somebody, 
at the end of the day, you're not trying to aim to hurt that person, even though they offended you. You're just trying to say how you feel without trying to stab them because they stabbed you. So I guess keeping that in mind and just knowing that for yourself, you ultimately have to know yourself and you got to know like, okay, I need a minute before I can come and really address you. But ultimately you don't want to just, just sit on it. Now you thinking of it. Now you in your mind like, oh, I should have said this. I could have just tore him up. But you got to find peace in what you're, in what you're doing. You got to choose peace over strife. That to me is. Got to choose peace over strife. Okay, clap, clap. Um, they practically said everything that I would have said. I mean, just like how Princess said, you know, you gotta meet people where they are. And um, Imani said it's all and how it's delivered. Because I know recently I had a situation with my sister, and um, early in the day I knew she was upset. I don't know what she was upset about, but I just left her alone. So by the time we got home, um, she snapped at me about. I don't even remember what it was, but when I walked into the room, I was like, you know what, I could say this and I could say that and, you know, so on and so forth, but is that going to make the situation any better? Because then when she goes up, then I'm going to want to go up and it's just going to be a back and forth thing, whereas on, in all honesty, I'm going to just let her simmer down. I'm going to leave her alone, go in my room, and I'm going to let her be. And I realized that she was holding on to something. Something had bothered her from earlier in the day, but because whatever it is that I must have said or how I said it was delivered it just made it worse so what I'm definitely learning is how to talk to people because I can definitely say that and they can all agree is sometimes when I say things it'll come off the wrong way and I won't see it so I have to check myself and I definitely have them to check me and just be like um what you said did not just sound you know it didn't sound too right or why did you say it like that and I'm like what are you talking about and then I won't see it but when I come to a place where I'm just like okay my tone how how you know the stuff I'm saying is being delivered is just like oh okay so now I see what you're saying so that's definitely um that's definitely a big thing um body language also says a lot too well cut my head off make me an oven and call me a stuffed turkey child because I'm full okay there's a lot of good nuggets on here okay all right so that's gonna be about our um expectations in general and that's how we would um walk walk i'm sorry i said expectations i'm, I'm trying to wrap y'all up but i'm not even done <laughs> that's what everyday encounters and communication look like for those who choose god's love above all else and i want to give you guys some real um you know circumstances and situations that you could see um and clearly you need to pray for the saints families because they'd be trying saints <laughs> clearly okay Okay, you better cover cover people's families. <laughs> okay, I thought they were gonna talk about bosses, but they were bringing up sisters and brothers. That's okay. Grandmothers. <laughs> My God. <laughs> My God. They're taking sheets off of people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is what it looked like. Yeah. I'm telling you, God is sweet, good on. All right, folks, so we got one more topic before we wrap it up, and then um, we'll probably do another one, but you can just exit out of this one, because I know y'all used to my 35, 45 minutes, okay? I feel you. I know the struggles. So, ladies, what I want to talk to you now about is accountability. So, what are your expectations in a friend that is supposed to, we say check in the real world, I mean, in the real world, we say check, but I don't like check because it ha- kind of has a connotation, like, who gonna check me, boo? Or when your friend be like, oh, I got to check you. No, you you can talk to me about something, but you ain't never going to check me about nothing. You know what I mean? So my thing is, how do you keep each other accountable for, number one, your expectations? For um, goals and dreams and stuff, because we share those. But also, how do you... Oh, excuse me. Child, this slurper don't get me gas. I'm just coming out my throat here. I'm offended. And what are the expectations that you have from a friend to hold you accountable? Okay, who going first though? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I guess for me, it all boils down to treat others how you want to be treated. Golden rule. I mean, that's just the golden golden rule. Um, one, you gotta already expect offense to come, but at the end of the day, if they're your friend, you gotta know that they're not trying to offend you. They're trying to help you out. But 
at the end of the day, talk to me how you want me to talk to you, and I will talk to you how I want you to talk to me. That way, there won't be no issues, there won't be no, no troubles in the water for me personally.
that that polite correction not correction but like checking in with the friend not checking but checking in to see like i wonder if if you could have said that a little different how do you think that sounded to somebody you know just really you know how they would help me in the same situation It's all about the tone of the question, though. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Christina, we didn't want the chain. <laughs> you, want, you want the mic back? Oh, oh. I just was saying, it's all about the tone of how you're Shoot. asking. Okay, because like, the sassin' has a little mess. <laughs> <laughs> you got something else you got to add? But it's so true. So, for me, what I learned for accountability for others or just for my friendship circles i just learned my friends right so me and princess love walmart i know princess don't like being out late oh, princess pop up got to keep me <laughs> <laughs> you will fail granny you won't get it <laughs> my friend don't like to be out late but my friend will be also she's so uh okay we're gonna do a tunnel <laughs> this better record me <laughs> but my friend she's very how you say uh not sporadic but like they always pop up and they're like, oh, I want to do that. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Very, she's very spontaneous. So it'll be like 9.30. She'll be like, oh, Cassie, let's go to Walmart and me. I'm like, okay. Soon as them, soon as it turns 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, sis be like, no, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And I'll be like, sis, what is wrong? But instead of getting mad and angry and be like, you knew better. You know what's at the 10. Why you got us out here? You got a whole ass. Like, instead of going up to 1,000, I know my friend. So I know that she's not snapping at me. She's mad at her. You know what I mean? Because the, the, the thing about accountability and things like that is like it makes you aware where the enemy could slip in. Because it'd be easy for me to be like, I don't want to do this no more. Okay? Because you, you're nasty and you know you're nasty and you ask me. No, no, no. Just be accountable. Sis. You want to go to Walmart? She want to go to Walmart. You know it's not dirty, just like she knows it's not dirty. You going to go? Of course we going. Who says no to Wally World? <laughs> but as soon as it gets late, why would you be upset? <laughs> you know you, you know what I mean? You know your friend. It's the same way like Sharice cannot stand okay. to be questioned. The sis cannot stand to be questioned. <laughs> okay? <laughs> So I just be like, at first in the beginning, it was kind of like, a, who gonna check me, boo? I'm still gonna ask because <laughs> you're gonna answer my question. But I learned that it's not so much that she doesn't want the, she doesn't want to answer the question. It's just how the questions make her feel. Why do you? Why are you checking on me? Why do you want to know where I'm at? Why are you attacking me? Why are you asking about these different areas of my life that I didn't even ask myself yet? Mind your business. When you meet people, when you learn your friends, you know how to deal does that make sense and not because you have to put up with them but you know how to love your friends through their issues yeah. and their flaws so that's what i do for accountability and i also have always lived by this thing which is if i do it to you or you do it to me would you be okay if i did it to you and because i know my friends i know that they would not i know that there are some things that have happened to me that if i were to have done that to them in reverse we would not be friends period we wouldn't be walking in circles together. <laughs> but that's because over the years of making friends and making, well, not breaking friends, but friends coming and friends going, you learn how to deal with people. It doesn't mean that you love them any less. You're accountable. So I don't allow the enemy to poison me with thoughts of people who I call my sisters because I see where the enemy is coming. I've learned to pray before I decide to attack a subject or I feel like if I'm offended for something, I check in with God to see is this something that she's triggering in me because I need some work done. Your friends should be iron. Iron sharpens iron, which means they clash against each other to make each other sharpen. What is she triggering in me that God is trying to say this is an area you need to grow up in? This is an area that you need to heal in. That's what friends do. If your friend can't get on your nerves and you still can't see the glory of God manifesting in her life, is she your friend? If you and your friends are not are at odds and y'all not talking, but the minute they know that you're on a struggle, will they be at your door knocking and saying, I don't care what's going on. That's my sister. I don't play that. Ain't nobody talking about my friends. I don't care how bad I am. You ain't gonna do it. <laughs> You know what I mean? And that's what I do for me. That's my accountability for others. Or well, at least for my friends. And then accountability for me, I honestly, I don't even be knowing because sometimes I feel like I'm my own harsh critic and my friends have to remind me that I'm not doing 
so bad does that make sense I hold myself to this high impossible standard which is funny because I never seem to meet my own standards <laughs> but I continue to beat myself up because I haven't met them and God is kind of like sis I'm just asking you to be you I'm not asking you to be Heather Lindsay. I'm not asking you to be Sarah Jakes. I'm not asking you to be, oh, you know, my sister Leanne. Um, what's Leanne's last name? Vera. Vera. Child, if I call her Leanne Naomi, put her government out there. <laughs> Leanne Vera. She, let me tell you something about Leanne Vera. Y'all better look out for my sister, okay? She coming forth this conference, okay? My sister's on the rise. And I'm so excited and I'm so passionate for her conference, which is coming up October, the first weekend in October. Please see my page, okay? Woo! To go to my sister. Hey, give to my sister's conference called Ashes for Beauty. I'm sorry, God, leave. Jesus. <laughs> Beauty for Ashes. <laughs> but yes, I don't need to compare myself to them or to their ministries. God is just asking me to be authentically me. And that's the accountability that God holds me to do. So whenever I sing a song, I do it in a different passion because I know that God just wants my worship to be my worship. I don't have to sing like anybody else. I just have to sing unto the glory of God. I don't have to dance like everybody else. I just have to dance to give glory to God and he will bless it as it is. So that's what I do for my accountability. I have my friends give me criticism I have my friends come to me and even if I don't like it I've learned to sit and listen because again sometimes you miss messages within tone but I should be spiritually mature enough to escape the tone and hear the message are you telling the truth or are you bitter are you hurt and what have I done to trigger that inside of you because I love hard I love my friends to death I really do so if my friend it comes up to me and she's like, you know, broken hearted. Like, no, seriously, like that really disturbed me when you did X, Y, and Z. First of all, I'm crying. <laughs> okay. Because I never want to be in a position where my friends feel like they're stunted because of something I said or did to them. That's not what I'm here for. So I, first of all, I humble myself to make sure that they're able to speak to me, to give constructive criticism, to just be honest. Sis, appreciate your worship, appreciate your, you know, your spiritual maturity, but you fine. <laughs> okay, the way you speak to me, I'm not with it. These jokes, these ha 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 kiki keys, I'm not with it. Okay, you're cute, but you're not. But to be able to receive it, that's what accountability is to me to be able to receive it so that they can continue to sharpen me. Because there's nothing worse than a friend who has a word or a friend that has something to help you but refuses to do it because they're scared of how you're going to react. I don't want my friends to ever get to a point where they're too scared to confront me in my sin or even in, not even sin, even in my waywardness. Because that's not a friend. If your friends are too scared to tell you about yourself, you're not a good friend and you need to be back on the threshing floor. You need to be processed. Because if you can't hear from somebody that you see all day, every day, how are you going to hear from a God that you're expecting everything from? Your worship has to be pure but how can you worship a god you don't know because he can't speak to you that's what accountability looks like if you if you know i had a uh no so an incident happened or whatever you know and um i was explaining to somebody about their faith my thing is is that when you, your faith should increase with every trial with every situation with every year day of your life your faith should increase if god still has to prove himself to you the same way he did when you first got saved you need to check your faith your goal is to grow the bible says i'll never forsake you actually i'm sorry the bible says i'll never leave you nor forsake you that means there's some points in this walk where you're not going to know or feel like God is there but you have to know that number one he's omnipresent but number two he's true to his word so if in the beginning you got saved or your first walk with Christ where you started to really develop a relationship with him and you was like God I need you to show me this um, like God if this is you let the pastor say amen three times in a row and God will grant it to you if you need that same faith five years from now check yourself check yourself if you feel like you need to hear an audible voice from God or you need to have a direct dream from him before you can take a word from your brother and sister and you know implementing or um, how you say uh, investing in your destiny and your future because you don't see it check yourself is your spirit aligned do you have discernment you need to get the gifts of the spirit you need to seek him for that 
because you'll be mad and stunted and you'll be like i told this to my friend the other day like that story about um god why didn't you save me when he died in the um flood and god said i sent you a helicopter i sent you two people on a boat bruh you was waiting for me and i was sending people don't despise the people god has put in your life to propel you to your future don't despise your friendships don't despise the people he has you connected to that are mentoring to you your pastor your first lady even the members of the church don't despise those people because they're there to cultivate you i say every person is a flower and every church is a garden you're planted there for a reason now sometimes you need to be you know uprooted and potted somewhere else absolutely but where you start off, they should be nurturing you and giving you the nutrients you need to survive and to thrive before. Because usually when you take flowers out of their garden, it's because they're too, they're too flourished. <laughs> like they're overcompensating everybody else. So you take it because you know that it's going to survive in a new environment. The equipment, the things that these people are breaking off of you, that are exposing you to you, that are showing you the areas that you need to grow. is so that you can flourish so that God can trust you when he moves you to another garden or another situation whatever your garden may be that you won't die but that you'll continue to flourish because those nutrients are in your roots can your friends be your root because they won't feed you the nutrients you need if they're scared if you're gonna flare up with pride if you're in a financial strait and you can't tell your friends hey guys like love y'all appreciate your prayers but a sister is broke okay can I get $20 in a cash app? If you are going to bed hungry, but you got friends that you fellowship with and you talk to day to day, there's a problem and you need to check your pride at the door. Yes, God will send money. I'm a living witness. Yes, God will send um, food. He'll send groceries, but he also sent you a village, a tribe of people to meet your need. What's this point of being ashamed in a tribe? I seen this thing on Facebook. Now, don't take it from my word, child, because, you know, Facebook be lying on them little memes. But it says that there was a tribe in Africa. Again, like I said, it's Facebook. Don't be taking it to your heart. But there's a tribe in Africa where if somebody commits a crime, they put him, him or her in the middle of the circle and they begin to speak positive things about that person because they carry such a weight of shame and guilt. So they speak positive affirmations. You are beautiful. You are strong. We all make mistakes. You are worthy. They just speak these positive affirmations to make that person grow. That should be your tribe. Yes, sis. Yeah, you ain't got no money. Yeah, that credit score looking like 350. First of all, I don't even know if get that low. But either way, your credit is looking how it's looking. Yes, yeah, sis. This job sucks, but you got a paycheck. Yeah, we can't afford to do Heather Lindsay's Pinky Promise this year. But we going next year. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to have a tribe and you can't be ashamed because the thing about it is that your tribe sees you before you do. Trust and believe. They see you. And especially if they got discernment. Especially if you got a, a prophetic tribe. Child, shut your mouth and keep on talking because your spirit is already doing it. But they won't shame you. So when you get the, hey, you good, sis? Hey, bruh, you need some money or hey, bruh, I just, you got laid upon my heart. Don't be shutting it down because you want to be nasty because you're too prideful. And then you be weeping to God on Sunday like, God, I just need you to make, I know you are Jehovah Jireh. You, God don't have no money in heaven. That's why you are the vessels that he uses. That's why you say empty me out, God, so that you can use me. He uses people and relationships to propel you into your destiny. So be accountable to how you treat people because you never know who you're entertaining. And be accountable, excuse me, to yourself so that you're not walking in pride that you're blocking your own blessings. Because that's not fair to the people that want to bless you. Because I know what every time I bless somebody, I get blessed back doubly, doubly, okay? So don't block nobody else's blessing, but also don't block your own. There's no reason for you to be walking in stagnation and lack when there's a whole tribe that can fulfill you. Don't be bitter and nasty. Check your pride at the door again. If your friends feel like they can't talk to you, there's a problem within the friendship, use discernment and all these beautiful nuggets that my sisters had laid before you today so i hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast and we will see you if imani gets us there in one piece no i'm just joking i'm just joking
I'm just joking. So again, I'd like to thank my lovely ladies for joining me. Woo -woo. I'm so excited for what God is going to have in store for us. And for my listeners, I want to remind you that you can reach me at savedandsassy11 at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at savedandsassy11. And you can find me on Facebook at Safe and Sassy. And if you need to find me directly, it's Cassie Molassi. Again, you are able to send in emails about how this has blessed you or um, not DMs. DMs is Instagram. But um, messengers and things like that. I just want to hear back from you guys because I absolutely love it. I love how you guys are being blessed and I love doing this. But again, I just want to remind you, this is Saved and Sassy. Her name, Her name is Cassie. Cassie and thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you. Bye.